0: we are back for another edition of run the damn ball podcast i'm your host trevor patrillo alongside me is matt trump matt what's going on brother
1: nothing much man a great sunday night tons of great football today a lot of high scoring uh super entertaining some great performances so i'm excited man let's get after it
0: yeah, we have a lot to talk about for Week Three. We're gonna talk about the Falcons blowing it again. Talk about how bad the Jets are. Steelers go to three and O, and we had our first tie in the NFL between the Eagles and Bango Bengals. So here we go. We're gonna start with the uh, Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Matt. Should the Falcons leave Dan Quinn in Atlanta, in an alley, in a dumpster, down by the river, He's they're terrible. They can't hold a lead. It's his fault. Someone's got to go.
1: I think 6 a.m., Dan Quinn gets a call. It's not his alarm. Sorry, pal. Bring your uh, trash. And your playbook to <laughs> so
0: Arthur Blank's office immediately.
1: Bring your trash bags. Sorry, pal, but you're out of here.
0: I know Julio Jones is out, but that doesn't matter. They blew a huge lead again. That is two weeks in a row. They were up 26-10 midway through the third quarter and blew it. Bears took out Trubisky and went with Big Dick Nick. What do you think about falls, Matt?
1: Big Nick, man. That dude stepped up. I mean, the guy never has a bad pass. I mean, he comes in here so poised, 16-29, wasn't the best percentage, but hey, this guy's been sitting on the pine the whole year. He's like, am I ever going to get in? He gets in today, throws three TDs, one pick, but a buck eighty-eight. And most of all, the most important thing, delivers a winning drive, and the Bears are three-0. And I told you about it. So I don't know the quarterback stink, but uh big dick Nick's there. And the Bears are 3-0, like I said. Damn
0: right. I talked about Allen Robinson. Squeaky wheel gets degrees. 13 targets. 10 catches 123 and a Tighter Jimmy Graham kind of resurrected two tutties.
1: You know what? We talked about off air. We talked about Graham. I said, should we do a start for him? But we thought about it. We weren't totally sure. But it looks like that's Big Dick's number one guy. want to point this out. A guy, I think, moving forward, didn't have a huge game today, but you can pick him up on the waiver wire moving forward, and he's going to be there. It's going to be Cordell Patterson. I think with Tyree Cohen going down for the year, he's a good guy out of the backfield, catches the ball, and does a little bit of running. I think Patterson who had four rushes for 13 yards today. They're going to get him involved in the passing game as well as out of the backfield. So I think that's a smart, sneaky pick Um, moving through if you guys need somebody to possibly play one of your flexes.
0: Yeah, Calvin Ridley's a stud, too. 13 targets, five catches for 110 in the air. We're going to go to the Bills-Rams. I have something to say about this fucking game. The Rams got... Screwed totally, Matt. Royally screwed on that P.I. call. That was a terrible call. Game should have been over. Rams should have had a comeback win.
1: I mean, was it payback for the the playoffs from two years ago with the Saints? I mean, I guess so. This wasn't a playoff game. But, I mean, mean, Josh Allen just tossed the ball up on fourth down. um, To a guy who I didn't expect to be getting targets today, to uh, Gabriel Davis. Uh, Gabriel Davis another wire guy from UCF had a big college career at UCF uh, four targets four catches 81 yards but yeah the Rams totally got screwed um, golf played great um, definitely came back that offense really got in sync got going late um, really hit up everyone Cooper Cup I said sit Robert Woods five for 74 in touchdown that's a pretty solid day so he had you know Put me to shame. I do like the Rams, so I'm glad that they did play well. It's a shame they couldn't get the win. But what do you think about Josh Allen? That dude is insane. Yeah,
0: man, he looked good again. Four tutties in three eleven. Cole Beasley had a hundred yards receiving on six catches. Not much from Stefon Diggs, four forty nine and a touchdown. Yeah, he had uh he had Jalen Ramsey following him around all day, so you can kind of be okay with that because Ramsey is one of the best at that position. Next. Cleveland versus the football team. Matt, what do you think?
1: Well, I thought it would be a little closer. Uh, I thought the dude would play a little bit better for the Washington football team. I actually picked them up this week. I had Seattle's D. I dropped them because they can't cover a fucking statue. Um, but, yeah, I took the Reds. Uh, uh, Washington football team as my defense, and they started out okay, kept themselves in the game, and then Baker possibly one of his better games. I know I threw for
0: – him as a sit. He actually played pretty well.
1: Efficient. I mean that running game, that combo is deadly. That is a lethal backfield back there.
0: Yeah, it's probably uh one of the best in the NFL. Terry McLaurin, four catches for 83 yards. Doncho Inman scored twice. Three catches, a little no name there. I don't I don't think Dwayne Haskins has it, man. What do you think?
1: No, um I think we've said it he is a little bit better than Jamarcus Russell. But, I mean, I know he doesn't have too many weapons out there. But if they're going to play and and give it up to Haskins to deliver to anybody, he's just not one of those quarterbacks. He would need a lot of weapons around him. He's lacking weapons. I think he's lacking um, what it takes to be an NFL quarterback and be successful. So I don't think Haskins has too much longer. This is a decision year.
0: Yeah, Chase Young left the game with a groin injury. And you never – Want to see that. Now we're gonna go to Minnesota and the Titans. Kirk <laughs> I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins didn't play terrible. 251, three Titans did throw two picks. Justin Jefferson, huge day. 175 in the air with one touchdown. Matt, what do you think about the rookie out of LSU?
1: Huge game. I mean, the guy stepped up big time. He only had nine targets, right? And he, he capitalized on yeah. on every single ball pretty much thrown to him. Um we thought Thielen was going to have a great year this year. Dalvin Cook finally woke up. Uh, but, no, Jefferson had a huge game. Crazy. Just watch the last drive. It was like the line couldn't protect for anything. Yeah, I mean, penalties, sack. That Cousins was way. trying to dump the ball. I mean, had, it, it was a terrible drive. I mean, they pretty much dominated the entire game. The Titans came back. I mean, Tannehill threw a pick, but he did throw it for 321. I said start him. He gave solid play. Um, Watson did outperform him, so I I missed on that. Uh, someone you could sign, looking for a free agent waiver wire, uh, Khalif Raymond. Seemed with AJ Brown, they're looking for a huge target. Thought it would be Corey Davis. He went five for sixty nine. Jonah Smith five for sixty one. But Khalif Raymond three catches, hundred and eighteen yards. That definitely would rack up some fantasy points. And with AJ Green, or sorry, AJ Brown uncertainty, I think Khalif Raymond is someone you could definitely look at moving forward.
0: Yeah, Henry had a big day, 26 carries for 119 and two touchdowns. He's going to get back on track. He always gets better as the year goes on. 49ers, Giants, the Giants stink, Matt. Terrible. They stink.
1: They stink. And uh, we had so much praise for Danny Dimes, and um, I guess he's not going to live up to the hype that we had for him.
0: Yeah, it's tough with no Saquon. because. Teams just pinned their ears back, really no running threat. They brought in Devontae Freeman, not much. Five carries, 10 yards, didn't do much in the passing game either. 49ers are banged up, too. Nick Bones stood around, the 343 and a touchdown. Kyle Shannon's genius, man. Scheme's only one open. Had Ross Dwelly had four catches for 49. Brandon Ayuk had a pretty good day. He's a guy you can go get on the waiver wire if he's still available in your league. Looks like. He'll get some uh targets. Debusane was supposed to come back within the next couple weeks, but they'll bring him in uh slowly there. Jeff Wilson with a touchdown. He had two. He had 54 yards receiving, man.
1: Yep, starred Jeff Wilson today in my league. Got me uh twenty-five my PPR. I was pretty satisfied with that.
0: Yeah, Kendrick Bourne, four for sixty-three. Yeah, just an overall. The Giants stink. I watched some of that game. They're terrible. They're they're bad. Next, Bengals Eagles. I'm done with the
1: city of Philadelphia. I'm done with it. I mean, hey, we've said that they have stunk. I mean, I mean, they should be 0-3. They're 0-2 and 1, so we can count that as 0-3 because they're winless. Um, Joe Burrow is keeping this team competitive. Uh 312 yards, two touchdowns, very efficient. Uh, it seems like Tyler Boyd is his guy. and they're 10 catches, 125 yards. Um, if you have Tyler Boyd, constantly start him because that's where he's going. Your guy, Trevor. Big T Higgins, huge game today. Looked like Ocho Cinco wearing 85 out there. Five catches, 40 yards, two tighties with a touchdown spike on his last one. I don't know, man. What do you think? At least, uh, at least the Bengals are a little exciting.
0: Yeah, they are. They're fun. Like the Eagles, I was. I always like Carson Wentz game, the benefit of the doubt. Some of those throws are just shitty, man. Like I don't, <clears throat> I don't get it. I mean, Ertz had seven for 17. Great Ward had eight for 72. Miles Sanders had decent day. Deshaun Jackson left the game. With injury, he he always seems to be banged up all the
1: time. Didn't help my start set this I mean, week.
0: I thought about that when he went down that uh, you had him. But yeah, but Bengals are fun, man. Think about it this way: If Joe Burrow can keep them competitive in games. They win three or four games. They get a top five pick next year. They can they can do some damage. They got some. They got good offensive weapons. Mix it as it got going, and you got to think he will get going for sure. Texans, Steelers, Matt. I'll let you take the lead. What do you think about the line?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I have them in my Super Bowl prediction, and they looked apart. The I mean, three and zero. The defense is just dominating. Um, Watson came out, had two pit, or sorry, two touchdowns. Had a touchdown early before the half. Got his numbers going. He was around buck thirty, buck forty. Really thought he was going to start to uh, get it going, and you know, he came out in the second half. It seemed like the real Steelers really just clamped the D on. Um, Really shut the Texans down as they had zero points in the second half.
0: Yeah, the Steelers' run date is nasty. They only, what the Texans run for today? Nothing really. Well, let me see. 29 yards. Holy shit. Run pretty good. Cam Hayward, Stephon, too, Tyson, Louis, Lou, Lou, whatever his name is. TJ Watt, Baju Pre Yeah, that front seven is nasty. And they got Minka on the back end. Steelers are a trendy pick. Everyone everyone mm-hmm. likes what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. James Conner, play, comeback player of the year. Baco nine, huge touchdown, four catches, 40 yards. Glad to see Conner back and playing well.
0: Did lose Deontay Johnson to a concussion. He didn't do He left the game early, so hopefully – he comes back quickly.
1: Hey, quick, uh, quick waiver wire, quick thought of this. What do you think? Do you think Anthony McFarlane has any value going forward? Six carries, forty-two yards. They did even try to throw to him. He did drop one. He had a catch for seven. Any value on the wa- waiver wire?
0: Yes, he got some juice. He got some go, man. He's probably the second best back on the roster right now. I mean, Benny Snell was good week one, but that's kind of along the wayside so now. Connor's running pretty good. I'd pick McFarland up in a uh. 12 team, 14 team league, or maybe, especially if you have Connor. Maybe you want to pair him there with a uh, handicap. So, yeah, I would, I would take a look at Anthony McFarland for sure. Colts, Jets. Oh, man. I feel bad for Sam Darnold, man.
1: Yeah, and this is another guy that we hyped up a little bit. I honestly liked some of the players this year. Chris Herndon, where you been, pal? Uh, pierman has been injured. Crowder's injured. Braxton Burroughs, all of a sudden, is his leading guy. He's throwing to Kalen Bilage, a running back, who really hasn't had any success his whole career. Hogan had zero catches. I mean, you got to feel for Donald. I mean, he's got the talent. We were just talking, if the Jets get the number one overall pick, what do they do? Do they trade back, or do they take Lawrence?
0: They have so many holes, you have to. I think, Donald, you can build around Donald. Trade back, get some picks, build a team that way. <laughs> it's tough, man. They're bad everywhere defensively. Rivers threw for two seventeen and a touchdown today. Jonathan Taylor, ball for the carries again. Thirteen carries, sixty yards, and a touchdown. ML Cox, Matt, again, with another big week. Three for fifty and a tutty.
1: And uh Big Doyle was back, so it doesn't seem Doyle hit the stat sheet, but he was back. I think this is a guy that they can play in the receiver position. Down in the red zone. Um, obviously had a catch for 45 yards today. He can run, he can stretch it out. Um, it is kind of odd that the Colts, I, I don't think they really know what they want to do. I mean, Rivers only throwing 21 times, Pretty modest day. Taylor only 13 carries. Wilkinson, like we said again, nine carries. Hines with seven. Um I know we got they got some junk carries, Dean, they want to get Taylor out, but um, it will be interesting to see what this Colts team does. Um, obviously, the Texans are 0 3. Titans are 3 0, and, and the Colts are, are right in the middle of that. So, um, with the Jags not being too good right now. So, we'll, we'll see what happens with this Colts team.
0: Yeah, I like them going for it a lot. Defensively, they're tough. They, they had two pick sixes today and a safety. They were a pretty uh, popular pick on draft. Kings, for your left. Next, to Foxborough, we go New England and. The Raiders. I'm gonna say it, man. I fucking love Rex Burkhead so much.
1: Hey, you called it. You said start him. You said pick him up. You called it last week. Uh, we weren't really sure. I had Sonny Michelle, and then we we went to the. We're done with him train. Um, even though he ran for a buck seventeen today, you were on the Burkett train. The guy had three touchdowns. I mean, how can't you love it? Seven catches, uh, only ran the ball six times, forty nine yards, a total of like ninety eight yards and three touchdowns. That's pretty efficient to me.
0: Yeah, J.J. Taylor led the team and carries the undrafted rookie out of Arizona with 11 for 42. They ran for 250 as a team and Cam Rushford, 27. Here's the thing, though, with um, James White presumably back next week after the tragedy he had in his family. Damian Harris also is eligible to come off the IR next week. So that backfield is going to be super murky. There's five guys they trust there and Cam Newton is presumably the goal line back, Matt, so... I don't know who you, what you want to do there. I think Burkhead's the best pure runner they have on a team, and he adds some value in the receiving game. But James White's the guy, obviously, in the receiving on third down there. Tough. I mean, Edelman had two, like two catches for 23. It's Burkhead led the team with targets with 10.
1: Yeah. I mean, didn't this also seem like the perfect letdown game for John Gruden and his Raiders? I mean – they're 2-0, riding high, just literally shot down the Saints. I mean, the Saints couldn't do absolute anything. Uh, it made us badmouth Drew Brees. And then they come in, New England, and New England just spanks them. And and they look like the, the Raiders that, you know, we all know that aren't going to make the playoffs. But who knows what they're going to do this year. That division's not too tough. So, but, yeah, great running attack for New England. Offensive line's playing really well. uh yeah, South
0: David Andrews, too, was on the shelf. They moved Tooney to center and put Onwui at uh, Tooney's guard. So didn't miss a beat there. They shut Darren Waller down, too. Only had four targets, two catches for nine yards. It was Joe one williams Adrian Phillips, a whole bunch of guys that uh, they had to deploy on Waller because Waller's one of the best tight ends in the league, I think so. By far. Now we're going to flip to the Panthers and Chargers game, Matt. This is – I did not see this coming. I took uh, Chargers uh, minus six and a half. I thought they would handle the Panthers, Matt.
1: Yeah, I think – I thought they would as well. Um, Positive note you can look at is Herbert, another game where he's, you know, delivering a fourth – you know, fourth quarter final drive, tried to win the game. He went all the way down the field. Obviously, he had the last week against Kansas City. Went down this week, went all the way down, got a late penalty. Uh, the center snapped the ball late, and they had the back up, and he had to heave it to the end zone, which Keenan Allen, the play before, almost caught the ball. It was great. It was a one-on-one matchup. It was a great throw. It's just uh, Trey Boston made a heck of a play. Um, yeah, Carolina shocked me. I thought the Chargers would get going. Herbert threw the ball 49 times, which is kind of concerning.
0: 19 to Keenan Allen.
1: 19, 19 to, Keenan. to
0: Keenan Allen.
1: Hey, I said start Austin Eckler. He had 11 catches for 84 yards. I told you they'd dump it to him. I said he's going to get involved in the running game, 12 for 59 and a touchdown. Um, so that was a great start. I hope you started him. Uh, he did play good. Herbert is someone you could possibly look to if you need a quarterback late in the season.
0: Yeah, I don't buy Anthony Lynch shit that Taylor's going to be the guy when they come back. Herbert's had him in both these games. I know they're, they they won one him third ball 50 times, which – Nobody does. He did have the competition advantage of 71 today, but that's not. They were behind, had to throw it, had to play catch up. But yeah, I would I would go get Harvard if you're on a 12 14 team. He can nice bye week fill in for you if you need someone there. Bucks, Broncos, Matt. I talked about TB12 having some demons in Denver. Obviously not when he's in a Bucks uniform.
1: Yeah, and how about his buddy? Gronky getting it going today six grabs 48 yards Tom finally got involved you saw the first catch He had he was in the red zone ran a little dig route and you thought Gronk was gonna get in the end zone and spike We're still waiting for that, but no Tom looked like Tom of old I think they got everything figured out that run game still a mess, but um, on who on who to start but They uh, I think they got this receiving thing figured out Godwin's their guy down the field Gronk's going to block if he's open, and it seems like Mike Evans, like we talked about before the season, is purely a red zone guy. We said he was going to take a hit in fantasy stats. However, today, two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Take it how you want it. He seems like he's the red zone
0: guy. Yeah. There are t- a handful in the red zone, man. We talked about that. I, I don't know what you can do. Lenny Ford had a big game last week, not so much this week. But – Bucks looked pretty good. Broncos, man, I do Jeff Driscoll struggled. They brought in uh Brett Rippin. They do have they like, signed Blake Bortles. Maybe we see him next week Thursday. Oh, we got a good one next Thursday night, man. Broncos, Jets. That's fucking
1: fun. The two guys playing for the first pick. And you know what? The Broncos could mess this up when Locke comes back and, and they get a few, few guys healthy in that offense. I could see them like winning like three to four games and like ruining in that like second or third overall pick.
0: Lions, Cardinals, Lions get one, man. Unbelievable. On the road, in the desert, and the Lions get one, man.
1: Yeah, we were both on Arizona's train. Uh, we thought they were going to steamroll. I would say Kyler Murray's probably worst game as an NFL player in his in his sh- uh, short second season. Um, definitely didn't look like himself. Kenyon Drake, like you said, got some carries, really nothing crazy. Hopkins, another heck of a game. He's insane. It seemed like Isabella was the guy to step up. They've had numerous receivers uh, step up to that second role. Isabella had it going today. I, not two touchdowns. I guess that's another waiver guy you could you could consider. Um,
0: yeah, Kirk was out, so that, that depends on if uh, Kirk's healthy, ready to go.
1: True, true. Um, Lion wise, I mean, Hawkinson. My gosh. He got the connection. Galladay, good for him to be back in an action. Uh, I was upset Swift didn't get involved much. Like, you you had a crazy stat.
0: Yeah, he, he got out. He, had eight, he didn't get out snapped. snap, but he had eight snaps, zero targets, zero carries for the Lions. Jamal Agnew, who is a wide receiver for the Lions, actually had one carry for two yards. So, he had more carries than DeAndre Swift. So, if you're DeAndre Swift, owner in leagues, that's something. That is not a good thing. Maddie Stafford looked pretty good, though, getting Galladay back. 270 in the air. Two tutties, and Galladay had six catches for 57 yards and a tutty. Now, to the game of the day, most people are saying, tons of points. Seahawks, Cowboys, Russell Wilson again, man. Again, five tutties.
1: This dude is just out of this planet right now. I mean, there's like – Mahomes, who makes insane passes. And then it's just Wilson, who's just steady as it goes. Uh, insane. But Dak Prescott matched him, and Dak Prescott has been showing up. He threw a late pick late. I mean, whatever, two picks. It's going to go in the fantasy stat sheet. But 472 yards, three touchdowns. Elliott really can't get it going. Gallup was the one to step up today. Cooper, solid game. Schultz got involved. My guy Lamb had five for 65. Um, trying to get Elliott the ball, but he really can't get it going. How about Metcalf's blunder early in the game?
0: Dude, that almost cost him big time. I mean, he's two yards away. He had to have known Trayvon Diggs was behind him. He was covering the whole route. I, I don't understand what that lock At 13 targets, nine catches, 100 yards, and three tutties. He's That connection's awesome. Locking in uh, Russ.
1: I am hating myself for taking A.J. Brown. Over Lockett. Those are the two guys I considered, and I am kicking myself right now.
0: Yeah, Lockett is a stud. We're going to slide to the DraftKings segment of the podcast. Matt, big winner for me this weekend, big cash.
1: Well, you cashed in you what you gave the crowd what they wanted. You put some green in your pocket. $150 on the DraftKings you scored. Uh insane lineup. You really went big. You had a bunch of home run hitters. You did have a few letdown players in the lineup. So it was very interesting to see that uh you won there. I mean,
0: yeah, Dak tore it up 33.4 points. Tyler Lockett 40. Allen Robinson 31. DK Metcalf 23, Austin Eckler at 11 catches, 31, 20 buck buy-in, cashed at 153, I, and Rex Burkhead, obviously. I didn't even, Actually, I didn't even put Burkhead in there. I had Burkhead in until the last second, switched him out for Josh Kelly, who only got me 6.2 points. So it could have been worse if I would have kept Rex in there. I had C.D. Lamb, too. He didn't do much, only 11.6. So I'm going to give you guys a showdown. Lineup for the big Monday night game between the Chiefs, the Ravens, Matt. Tons of points gonna be scored in this one, I think. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think this is gonna be a tough showdown. Uh, just because I don't know, it seems easier when you have limited players, but now I mean who knows? Anyone on these rosters could score at any moment. Uh, they're so deep. The quarterback play, you don't know who to go with, uh, whether you pick one or the other because there's so much money in the showdown. So I'm really interested to see what you got here this week. Yeah,
0: it's tough and like the showdowns because, like, everyone's gonna have like the same type of players, but you got to hit on one that is different from every other lineup. So, the captain, I went Mahomes with 18,000. I had Jackson there, but only a $1,500 difference. I wanted to save some money, get some other guys in there. So, Patty is my captain. Marquise Brown is the flex spot. JK Dobbins in flex. Travis Kelsey paired with uh, Patty Mahomes. I think they're gonna connect for a touchdown. Demarcus Robinson with no Sammy Watkins, more touchdown-dependent guy. You're going to need him to find the end zone to get any value out of him, only $3,000, and Big Willie Sneed at $4,400. Matt, what do you think?
1: I think that's a great lineup, great value. You got the QB at the crown. Uh, all you, As long as Mahomes lights it up, you're in good shape because I think you got, like you said, you need that sneaky player who's going to really separate you. And I could see DeMarcus Robinson going for two scores, really catching those long balls on the high average uh, and really getting his value uh, tomorrow. So I really love the sneaky picks with Willie Snead and DeMarcus Robinson.
0: Yeah, Robinson, hopefully I get like two catches for 110 and two tutties. That would uh, have great value there. So we're going to jump into – Talk about a little college football. Matt, the SEC came back, and boy, did they come back.
1: Man, they came back in a landslide, uh, fun, action-packed weekend with the SEC. Florida came in and dominated. Auburn played solid and and definitely put the icing on the cake on that game. Uh, We saw some crazy upsets, some games that were really close. Uh, We saw one of your favorites. Really get their butts handed to them this weekend. Yeah,
0: Mike Leach obviously hey, doesn't listen to our podcast. It's called Run the Damn Ball. Old Mississippi State beat LSU by ten. It had nine rushing yards. A transfer KJ Costello threw it sixty times for six twenty three and five. Tutties Matt, he lit up LSU.
1: He lit it up, man. Resurrected his career. I honestly did not think – I thought I thought he was going to be one of these transfers who came in, played maybe a little bit in Leach's system. Leach went with a younger guy. But, hey, Leach is in the SEC now. He's rolling with a veteran. Um, and Costello delivered. So, honestly, very interesting to see how Costello's season plays out. Um, moving into other teams, we had some letdowns from Alabama, Georgia, the QB play. We thought Mathis was going to be great. Sensen Bennett came in. Uh, waiting. Great, great football name. Played solid. Pickens had a decent game. It just seemed like they're missing JT Daniels, so I hope he can get clear and come back. Trevor, how about Alabama letting us down and didn't cover?
0: I had the first half by half. They rolled the first half. Then they kind of took the pedal off the gas. Didn't do much in the second half. Mac Jones was pretty good. 250, two tutties. Jalen Waddle's a bad dude. 134 through the air and two tutties. Missouri stinks. I they Bama just let off the gas at the end. Can't really blame them. Just in cruise control in the second half. Big night from Caltras, six for Florida. Six tutties and four of them to tight end Kyle Pitts, who presumably is going to be in one of the first tight ends off the board in the first round of the NFL draft coming up.
1: Oh yeah. We both like Florida. We had a discussion here. I, this was one game that I did lose. I went one-on-one. One. I took the under. Florida came out of the gates. I mean, it's going to look like this team's going to be offensive-oriented. Like you said, trash lit it up. I told you a little bit about Catavius Tony before the season started. I said he was a human joystick. He had two carries for 55 yards, five catches for 59, and a touchdown. We knew, We all knew Kyle Pitts was going to be a man amongst boys at the tight end position and probably the first tight end off the board insane game uh kind of plays receiver plays tight end but yeah definitely Florida looking promising living up to all the hype it was a uh, one hell of a sec weekend
0: yeah i, I pushed on the army game there was uh 14 they ended up losing by 14 24 10 in the cincinnati army game how about the texas texas tech game matt tons of points Sam Ellinger looked
1: good. Tons of points. It was crazy. Sam Ellinger, Ellinger now eleven touchdowns in two games. I had him as one of my Heisman faithfuls. Uh, a lot of people were calling for this upset. Texas Tech was getting a lot of points. Uh, we really haven't seen them play too much this big uh, this Big Twelve. So really didn't know what to expect. Um, I saw a lot of people taking Texas Tech on the money line. They were right there. They blew it. But hey, Texas get the win. They're two and zero. Oklahoma lost, so like I said This Big 12 is open, I have Texas In my Big 12 championship With Ellingler leading the charge, so Hey, the gate's open, let's see what happens Yeah, Oklahoma's defense Will
0: never get fixed, I don't know what it is Lincoln Riley's a genius on offense Can't figure it on defense, Rattler Spencer Rattler, the starting quarterback had four Tuddies and three Interceptions, he looked pretty decent That defense has to get it figured out, Matt. You had a big win with Virginia Tech late night
1: game. Finally had a big win. Uh, I told him it was going to be easy. That one was easy. Uh got a little nervous. Virginia Tech had a bunch of starters out and still took care of uh NC State. NC State scored a couple of junk touchdowns in the second half, but this game was really controlled. Virginia Tech was up 31-10 and a half and never looked back. They were only minus 7. I saw it get to minus 10 and a half, but who really cares because we knew it was going to be a blowout. Um so that was – I went one-on-one one there with college. So, hey, we're looking bright side now, so let's get it going for the next week.
0: Yeah, I was on one with the Army push. Matt, we got a hit on your Pitt Panthers. Seven sacks and three interceptions of quarterback – of Louisville quarterback Malik Cunningham. What you see from the Panthers?
1: I mean, the Panthers' defense is just clicking on all cylinders. We said how great they were going to be uh, – I had Paris Ford in my sneaky Heisman pick. He played solid, didn't have any picks this this week, but the Panther D-backs had three interceptions. Like you said, Rashad Weaver and Patrick Jones on the outside, those two each uh, had a couple of sacks and were just dirty. I mean, Louisville scored three points in the second half. Cunningham uh, just they couldn't get it going at all, and this defense really bailed Pitt out here late in the game.
0: Yeah, a lot of the uh, Big Ten teams got ranked today, along with the Pac-12. But, Matt, I think Oregon's the only Pac-12 team that got ranked. I think they're at 14. They're starting in um beginning of October. will be their uh, first game. Matt, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty standard, right? I think we all thought it's pretty much just going to be Oregon, and if anyone else shows up to play this year, maybe. it, may
0: yeah, it be not the beginning of October.
1: Maybe. See, yeah, so and I think they go all the way up to Christmas. Yeah, they, they're, they're only playing
0: seven games, but they said they're going to allow them to be in the cultural playoff, but only seven games you have to win out, and everyone else. There has to be total chaos because there's not going to be enough games to you to get in. They ranked Ohio State six. From the Big Ten, Penn State, 10. I'm looking here, Wisconsin, 19. The yeah, Oregon's the only Pac-12 team ranked Matt at 14. They had a ton of offouts. Safety, Javon Holland opted out yesterday. So, defense is going to look pretty different for the Ducks this fall.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, it will be interesting to see, like you said, short schedule. It's going to be interesting to see as a, as a football hole because ACC's almost playing a full schedule. Big Ten – or, sorry, Big 12's almost playing a full schedule. And then they'll have a couple weeks off, whereas you're going to have the Big Ten playing all the way up eight games, and then you're going to have the Pac-12 playing seven games all the way up. So, who
0: knows? But nonetheless, we get full slates of college football every Saturday, which everyone loves. So we're going to slide to the gambling part of the podcast. We're going to give you guys some prop bets for tomorrow night, big Monday night game and pick a winner. Matt, I'm going to send it to you. What's your first prop for the Monday night game?
1: First prop, you know I couldn't help myself. I've been jinxing the tight ends, but I'm going after it. Four weeks in a row. Travis Kelsey to score a TD, plus 115. Listen, the guy scored a touchdown in the last two games. I think he's going to score another one. Uh, Like you said, Sammy Watkins out. There's some good value here, plus at 115. I'm taking Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown.
0: I like that a lot. I'm going to go Demarcus Robinson plus 400 any time touchdown. Matt alluded to it. No Sammy Watkins. I've been talking to Marcus Robinson up the past couple of segments. I think he catches a long one for a tidy, and you cash in. Matt, number two.
1: Number two, I got total points in the first half for Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going over 12-and-a-half. It's minus 121, so you're not going to lose a lot of juice there. I think that's an instant lock. I would get all over this and put some big stacks on the Chiefs' first half over 12-and-a-half.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that, yeah. I, everyone thinks it's going to be a high-scoring game, so obviously if you think so, you've got to roll with it. I'm going to go over 27-and-a-half total points for the Baltimore Ravens for the game. Four touchdowns may seem like a lot, but – the Chiefs' run defense isn't great. they got Chris Jones. He's more of a pass rushing specialist. So I think the Ravens will be able to run the ball on the Chiefs. 28 points is a lot. 27 and a half, they need 28. I think it's a lot. But I think the Ravens will cover that easily. Matt, what do you think about that one?
1: I agree with that. I think we are giving out two winners here. I think it's going to be close. Uh, if we if we got to pick this game, I'm going with the Chiefs over the Ravens. And my score is gonna be Chiefs 31, Baltimore Ravens 28. So I think it's gonna be very close. And you're getting those, you're getting that half point to survive and take the green cash. Yeah, that's
0: fine. I, I would take that. I think it's gonna be a fucking shootout. I'm gonna go 42 40 Ravens on Monday night. I think the Ravens get the win. Pound ground and pound. That defense is sneaky, man. That secondary is not bad. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, I think it's going to be a good one, Matt, but I think the Ravens end up on top, 42-40.
1: Wow, an 80-plus over. Yeah,
0: break the damn scoreboard, huh?
1: They better be lighting it up from the very kickoff. Tyreek Hill better score immediately to go over.
0: All right, that's going to be a wrap for us tonight previewing week three in the NFL SEC coming back our DraftKings winner and some of our prop bets for Monday night football hope we can put some cash in your guys pocket for this week Matt you got anything to say while we send it off
1: hey I'm looking forward to this Monday night game I think it's going to be crazy could be one of the best games of the year we have been spoiled already with many great ones but uh can't wait to watch this dial on our prop bets Trevor hit big on the DraftKings, so go with his lineup and let's see what happens.
0: Marcus Robinson to score a fucking tutty he's going to pay.